Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Real Time Soccer Podcast. We got a good show for you guys today, talking about a lot of things that happened during the week, a lot of things that are coming up next week, and uh, some other things that happened in the world. Yanis, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm alright. Not so great, but I'm alright. <laughs> what a change in, uh, in mood. Yes, a change in mood, sorry. No worries. So, what's up? Uh, well, I mean, as you probably know, and as I guess most listeners will probably know. Uh, everybody knows. Everybody knows, yeah. Uh, Kobe, Bryant, Kobe Bryant passed away yesterday. Helicopter crash. Uh, Kobe Bryant along with his daughter, uh, Gigi, and seven other people uh, were they just died in a helicopter crash and uh yeah man it's i'm still in shock to be honest it makes it's it's like i'm still in denying like in denial you know yeah no i remember when i when i heard the news i was like that was a joke but then as my i thought it was a bad joke but as my feet just i thought it was a joke to my feet on insta and i just saw the consecutive uh images of kobe could be in a crash, could be in a crash, could be in a crash. And then you realize, oh, holy crap, it's... We saw him, like, last night. Well, the night before. and Yeah. He tweeted last night, the night before, because of uh, LeBron's... LeBron uh, passing him and all that. Passed. Yeah. He passed it on the list and he, and he tweeted it at him. And then apparently they had a conversation, like, late in the evening. And then next day, next the next day, that happened, so... A really bad accident. That's he was forty one. I don't know, man. I just it's so hard to put into words. Like I wasn't even I wasn't a big basketball fan for the majority of my life, but I still always like. I really liked Kobe. I looked up to him as just the embodiment of what a competitor is. You know, like me and you, we both played we we both played soccer since we're very young. Mamba mentality. But people like Kobe Bryant, the people like you look up to that, you know, like the people that strive to be the greatest, the work ethic, the mama mentality, like you said. Um, and he embodied all of it. And it's just, it's crazy to see, like, you won't be seeing him at, like, Lakers games anymore or whatever, you know? Like, talking about him in the past tense, like, damn, man. Yeah, but I think one of the things that I've, because uh, obviously I've been, we've been listening to a lot of people talking about about uh, this in the past few days, guys like Stephen A, Jay Will, Jay Williams, Jalen Rose, uh, even Tracy McGrady. The thing is, they've been, they've, I think that most of the time, from what I've, what I've understood is that it's that that mamba mentality is what he will last forever his legacy is i feel like that's the man, the mamba mentality the work at et- uh, a work ethic that is unmatched that will you'll always outwork everybody uh just the ultimate competitor that's the thing that's the best way to describe him yeah the ultimate competitor that's that's the best way to say it, the ultimate competitor and way more than just a basketball player, you know? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. He was an Academy Award winner. Uh, he had... Uh, a, he was a massive investor as well. He was he was uh, very involved in that. Yeah, just a great father overall. Uh, and that's the thing, too. Like, Gigi being caught into that. She was... She loves, she loves basketball as much as her father. But... She has such a bright future, man. It's not right, man. Sometimes it's not right. 
Mike, so yeah, I guess uh, condolences to uh, the Bryant family. I know her her, her wife, Vanessa Bryant, still has uh, three kids. So uh, condolences to them, but also condolences to the prayers to the other members of the plane as well, the, the, the helicopter, the seven people uh, that were caught into this as well. Her teammate, yeah, her teammate, teammate's parent, I think it was a, the father... One of the father, the father was a coach of a baseball. I can't remember the name. Long, I should have researched that. But Alto Belli is the name. Alto Belli is the name. It was, uh, I think, it was her teammate and teammate's parents. And sincere prayers and condolences to them. Yeah, man, we gotta, we gotta move forward. Oh, that's rough. All right, what do you want to talk about first? Uh, let's. Well. We'll just quickly go into the FA Cup recaps. Uh, so Arsenal played Bournemouth today. I, I'll be honest, I didn't watch the game. I know we played, we won. 2-1. Uh, Bukayo Saka had a good goal. And Diakeza also, also scored. It was a close game, no? Yeah, it was a close game, 2-1. Uh, apparently Mustafi had a good game as well, but he came off injured, so that's uh, a little gutted. Hopefully we'll get a defender during that transfer window. But yeah, uh, good win. We the couple young the youngsters showed up again. Uh, Saka is becoming a very present as a left back. I mean that's all you can ask for. Yeah, he's consistent in his play, so that's good. It's great to see, and uh, another good Mustafi performance. Hopefully he comes back from in- hopefully the injury isn't that bad. Uh, I think he's so ass. <laughs> I don't think he's a good player at all. Yeah, well I mean the last few games have been alright, but uh. We'll see how he comes back from injury. The thing is, now we definitely need a defender for the for from the transfer window. Uh, I've I still. You mean the one that closes in like three days? Yeah, the one that closes in three days, exactly. I haven't heard any, of any big signings being made. Uh, like the news has really slowed down. Besides uh, what we're going to talk about later, but I've heard of uh, a defender from South uh, Flamingo. Sorry. Pablo Mari, that's the only one that I've heard of. Yeah, but that's not like a, a big name, you know? It's not a big name, obviously, but... Well, there's always that one, like, big signing that happens in the January. Like, last year with Sanchez. Yeah. I think this year has to be Haaland. Yeah, that's true. I forgot about Haaland, actually. It's because we kind of all knew... Like, the transfer saga for him started, like, way before the transfer window opened. So, it kind of felt like it happened beforehand, but... Yeah, you're right. Yes, yeah, so that's the only big one I can think of. I mean, there's Bruno that's still being linked, though. It's going to be linked until the last day. And it's not going to happen, but whatever. There's uh, Ericsson. We'll talk about later. Well, true. Ericsson to enter. Yeah, you're right about that one. You want to go into your... I don't know who Manu was playing. I can't remember the name. Tranmere Rover? Tranmere Rovers. I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch the game. I just saw some of the highlights. The Harry Maguire... Uh, Screamer, that was actually that that goal was actually pretty pretty crazy, but uh, it wasn't an easy game to find uh, on TV or on stream, so I didn't get the chance to watch it. But uh, Lingard scored, but you know the game, you know you're playing a really bad team when Phil Jones managed to score, so uh, I'm not taking anything out of it. Like what was it six zero? I don't think uh, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Greenwood would score a penalty at the end. Phil Jones scored, Lingard scored, Martial scored, Maguire scored. The Maguire goal was really was that was an insane goal. Like if it was against like a better opposition, like you probably would have seen more of it. But 
Um, yeah, like, we got the job done. If anything other than a result like this happened, um, that would have been a talking point. So, um, I think Ole should still be on the hot seat, but we'll see how it is. I mean, I keep seeing re reports that uh, he's been... Uh, uh, like the board have confirmed to him that yes, his job is safe. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. They they trust him. They trust him for some reason, even though we're in the worst league form we are we've been in decades. But yeah, it is what it is. I don't know. It's depressing uh, being a fan of this club. And okay, I'm not gonna go back. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're still not over. Uh, I'm not even gonna say the team name, but you're still not over then. No, no. But I I can rant about my club for for hours and hours. So. We can make a podcast just about that, but I'd rather we continue with more per pertinent topics. Okay. Uh, so Liverpool played uh, Shrewsbury, Shrewsbury Town. And basically Klopp said that he was going to play the kids, and he did that. So the kids played. Uh, I think he had a couple of starters. I think Minamino, Minamino played as well. I think, did Matip play? Matip played. Uh, Lovren played. He's not really a starter, but... Yeah, so basically, he, he rested the starters, basically. Yeah, but Salah, Salah and uh, Firmino came in at the end. Oh, did they? Yeah, I, I think Firmino came in, like, at, at the very end, like, uh, 85th minute. And Salah came in, like, at the 76th. Something like that. Okay, all right, right. But it was the game was already... I think the game ended up 2-2, so they'll have to be they'll have a second leg. Yeah. Just surprising that club. I think club said that because they didn't have a winter break with all the games that they had, he kind of forced one onto them, which is, I guess, trying to a way to make a statement. It ended up, it didn't really cost them because they'll have a chance to redeem themselves and they'll probably win it. But it's just nice to kind of see that club is uh, has the audacity to, well, not the audacity, but has the courage to make such a big statement. I mean, what does he expect? Like the schedule can only accommodate you so much. Yeah. But I'm not. I don't. I don't think he's he's too worried. Too. He knows that he's won the league already. So I think he can actually focus. I think he probably wants to win the Champions League and the league in the same year. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, moving on to a surprising defeat from Juve. Juve Napoli. Um, Juve not Juve loses two one. I think seeing like Juve drop points just makes it even more clear that like with all the moves Inter have been making like they're going all in to win it this year like you can tell Lukaku like buying players that are like all near the end of the career but that can make maybe make a help them win it this year Ashley Young they're gonna make a move for Ericsson now is I think he's having his medical um like these are players that like are at the end of their career, uh, besides Lukaku. But like Ashley Young, Eriksson's getting up there in age as well. Like these are not players that they're signing for the future. This is like a win now type of mentality. Like they want to win the Serie A this season. Exactly, or at latest compete, still be able to compete next year. But yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, the race is gonna be uh, pretty tight. Yeah, well, I mean, even though Juve did lose this uh, this weekend, Inter didn't win either. They drew against Cagliari, I think it was. Uh, an assist from Ashley Young, so that was a bit that was a bit different. Already an assist, good, good, all good on him. I mean, he's he's the goat. What did you expect? Yeah, one of the best. I love the sarcasm, but we'll take it. <laughs> what sarcasm? Kevin and the sarcasm. But I'm surprised. I was kind of surprised about that Juve defeat. I mean, I mean, Napoli is a good team. They just they just haven't had the season that people expect them to have. But whenever they want, 
whenever they can be dangerous, they 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 choose their moment right the right way. And um, I think Gattuso is Gattuso still coaching Inter? Uh, I mean Napoli, right? I mean, yeah, he was just appointed recently. Yeah, so because I've heard some rumors about how he might actually like leave soon or anything, but Napoli's tenth in tenth place, but they're still like they're four points off like a Europa League spot, so. Yeah, I think they'll. I'll think they think they'll they'll manage to make it. They'll figure it away. There's also uh, AC Milan ahead of them, and we'll see how that goes. But uh, like the top five seem to like kind of be pulling away right now. Yeah, AC Milan, man. You know that was Kobe's team in Italy. Yeah, he was. Uh, he lived there for the first uh, part of his life. Eight years. The man spoke Italian. You never would have guessed. Well, I mean, Italian, fluent in Italian, fluent in Spanish. I think I've heard somewhere that he actually was. Fluent in Mandarin or trying to learn Mandarin. So, philanthropist. He was just a crazy human being. The man of everything. One of a kind, man. One of a kind. Barca Valencia. One of a kind. Barca Valencia. Uh, 2-0 Valencia. Another another surprising loss this weekend. How much of that do you put on the manager? None. I think it's too early to put down the manager. It's uh, Yeah, it's too early for that. He's been here for, what, two games? Yeah. But... Like, if you saw, if it was the opposite, if the team started, like, when uh, Ole took over for United and we started winning right away, we all put it on the manager. But if the opposite happens, we don't put it on the manager? I don't think he has a system yet. It's too It's too early. It's only two games. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just providing the conversation. But I agree with you. It's still very early. Like, when, when you're coming in, yeah, yeah. When you're coming in, you don't have time like that. You don't, uh. You're still learning the player's tendencies and everything. Like you see them on TV, but it's different when you see them in practice every day. You know. Yeah, coming in, coming in mid-season, you can't expect him to make the ma- massive changes right away. He's got to work with what he has, and then we re- realize you got to realize also that with Barca, like knowing that Suarez isn't here, Griezmann isn't in form or isn't really what they expected him to be, and when Messi doesn't really turn up. You basically cannot win. As you can, you can. Barca is very beatable when Messi doesn't turn up, and that's that's been the issue this season. Like when whenever they've lost, it's because not because the the, the other team was better than them. Although in most time, mo, in most cases they were. It's mainly because Messi didn't turn up. Now maybe it's a system. Maybe they fix the system, trying to see if they could play Griezmann as a nine, but Griezmann as a nine by himself doesn't work out well because if you notice, uh, Griezmann was working better when he worked on front, uh, when he worked up top with another striker. So at, at Madrid, Atletico Madrid, he was playing with uh, Diego Costa. Uh, with France, he played with Giroud next to him, and he was always better as a false nine. Isn't uh, Giroud linked to Inter as well? He was, but uh, I think. I think he's. I think I saw more reports of that today. Giroud to Inter. Yeah, Giroud to Inter is a possibility. I don't think it's gonna happen, but it's. I mean, he wants playing time, so I don't see why Inter would be his one of his choices. Although he may not have much uh, choices into that. Maybe it's a Chelsea Inter kind of deal, but I don't see him going to going to Inter. But yeah, he uh, Griezmann. If you want to try Griezmann out up top, he needs support. I mean, Giroud seems like. I mean, I don't see him as, Bar- as, as a Barcelona player. Honestly, he doesn't have that kind of identity or style of play. But I mean, if push comes to shove, what you can't really there's no much of no there's no much risk here. If you can get a loan for for Giroud, maybe try him at, at, offensively with uh, 
Griezmann, that could work out, and then Messi in front of the two. But you can't try Messi and Griezmann up front for I think both of them up front is together makes no sense because it's high, it's like having two false nine. Yeah. And that doesn't really work on the system because there's there won't be actually someone up top because they'll be they'll be running all around the field and you know you kind of want you kind of want to have a presence at your at the top of your 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 lineup and that's why I think Cavani might be the best option for him. I don't know where Cavani is gonna go. I feel like Barca has to be the best option for him at this point. You think? I think so, yeah. It would make sense, but... I mean, I I see Barca first and then Spurs second, but I don't see... It seems a bit uh, far-fetched for Spurs now because they've been looking at Piantec and then this other striker from Real Sociedad that they've been trying to get. Who? So I don't think they're looking... Uh, I think it's a striker from um, Real Sociedad. I can't remember his name. I think it's like... Uh, he's a Brazilian striker, 28 years old... Can't remember his name. Uh, William Jose is the one they're looking for. Sounds French. He's actually no, he's Brazilian. You didn't do the Brazilian accent though. That's why. William Jose. I don't know if that's even. That's right. not Brazilian. <laughs> that's very bad. That's very bad. But yeah, so that's another striker that uh, Spurs are looking for. Uh, but like I said, yeah, I still feel like Cavani might be the better at Barca. Just because he's also linked to like Chelsea, I think. Yeah, Chelsea too. I don't. Know if they're gonna go for anybody like into up front. I think they might want to reinforce the midfield or the back four because the front four. Oh, the thing is also the front four is a bit predictable at times. Like against us, you could against us, uh, you could clearly tell what Callum Abdul was always gonna do. Try to go one on one, cut on his right and cross. But he did that on both sides. At some point, it was too predictable and it was easy to like counter. So they might they might need a bit more creativity at the front four. I don't know who they could go for at this point though. It's a bit. Uh, I mean, Ericsson could have been an option, but obviously he's not going to go to a, a rival London club. But Ericsson's not so. like a. I don't know if you're talking about striker. Ericsson's not a striker. No, he's not a striker. But I'm I'm trying. I'm talking about like a creative midfielder for Chelsea. Yeah, that's that's exactly what he is. Yeah, he kind of fits that build, but he doesn't. I don't think he'll go to a um, rival. Oh, I don't think Spurs would sell him to a rival just like that. Um, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Levi is pretty, uh... Daniel Levi. Daniel Levy. Levy, yeah. He's pretty, uh, stubborn with his, uh, transfers. With his, with his money. I heard that's... He's very... Yeah, but he doesn't But he, he doesn't want to sell to the enemy. Yeah. Which I don't think is such a bad strategy, but... No, not at all, but sometimes business is business, you know? So yeah, business is business, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think I think he's gonna, Cavani's gonna be linked with more Premier League clubs, but I think ultimately he's probably gonna end up going, um, probably in Spain, Spain or the Serie A somewhere. The w- yeah, the window ends this week, so I mean, if anything happens, we'll see it. I mean, it ends in three days, so we'll see. Let's see. Uh, well, I mean, I don't. Have, I'm s- sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Okay, no, I'll go. <laughs> uh, I like what you said. Um, you told me before where uh, Barca can't really rely on Messi forever. Yeah, because you can't. I mean, Messi's not. I mean, Messi no. But when you think like sometimes, like you think about like these players like Messi and Ronaldo, and you just like you kind of take it for granted that they're gonna be there forever, kind of thing, you know. But they're both like kind of nearing the end of their careers, like mid, almost mid thirties. Like there's not gonna be too much longer of like world class football from these players like they're gonna be overtaken at some point you know 
whether it be like uh, two years, three years, you know. The thing too is like this isn't a younger young Messi. Like if you look at Ronaldo's game, Ronaldo's no. I mean, he's still he's still the greatest in the world to me, but no, for sure. But when you look at Ronaldo's game, you can kind of see an evolution from his game. Like he's more he's straight he's, he's more as a striker now. He keeps he doesn't run as much from like the winger position all the way to the. Yeah, he's. I think I guess it's him being like smarter in a in way positionally, and trying to not waste as much energy as he as he used to. Because I mean, in the past he could run pretty much anywhere. Exactly, he's more like a. I don't want to say a poacher, but like he he kind of finishes the job more than like creating it. You know. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Messi, he probably has a little less energy. You know, I mean, he's still Ronaldo. He's still like a a beast physically, but exactly. But for whereas Messi, for some reason, it seems like it's been the same role forever. Yeah. The the Messi the the play has to start from Messi, it goes through Messi, and it finishes with Messi. All the creative, creative uh, aspects of that team usually, or moments of brilliance, is always from Messi. You know. Yeah, especially in the final third. That's ex- every time it has to go through him. And he delivers, but he can't deliver forever. Yeah, but I mean, at some point, this is gonna it's gonna ha- end, right? That's uh Neymar was there to a certain uh, for a certain amount of time and that kind of helped, but when he second he left it, it went back to being all about Messi and yeah it's not gonna man Neymar really made a mistake when leaving in my opinion. Well, I mean we can debate that another time, but I, well I mean I, I don't I don't think so to be honest with you. You think he made a good move by leaving? I don't want to get too much into that, but I him feel like... Messi and Suarez was the trio like that was deadly. That was one of the best trios we've ever seen. I'm just gonna say this: He wanted his own team. That's all. That's all I'll say. Yeah, and what did he do with his own team? He still he. This year might be the year. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, we say that every year. Last year was also the year when, uh, and then um, every year he seems to be getting injured or whatnot. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, this year he seems healthy for now. So if he gets injured in the next few days, there's something. Something's up. When his when his sister's uh, birthday comes along, that's when you know. Yeah, that's when you know. <laughs> That's when you know. That's exactly when you know. Um, do you want to... I guess we, we can talk transfers a little bit. I Like I said, I think Erling Haaland's transfer is the biggest one so far in this transfer window. Yeah. And uh, Yeah, I think it's probably the best one as well. I think Dortmund got a, a player for the future and a player for now. Yeah, he scored again this weekend too. Yeah, he's actually my player of the week. He's, uh, is he? He scored, a, he's, he scored another brace. This, uh, he scored a brace. Uh, he has five goals in two games, which is insane. Yeah. Um... Uh, oh yeah, true. I, I didn't I didn't put that on the layout, but Bayern smacked uh, Schalke. It wasn't even close. So I was actually looking at the um, Bundesliga stats, and I think in, in every category, offensive category, the top three players is always the same in the same order. It's Lewandowski, Timo Werner, and then Jadon Sancho. Sancho is having a great season. Yeah, I mean. I think I think it's a Lewandowski and Werner are both at like twenty one goals, and I think in third place is Sancho with eleven, and Sancho he also is second in assists. He has like eleven assists as well, and the first is a uh, I forget who it is. I think it's a, a person from Leipzig. Uh, Werner or Poulsen? It may be Poulsen. Let me see. I can check right now. Oh, it's actually Mueller. Mueller's first with twelve assists, and then it's Sancho with eleven. Oh, that's interesting. Thomas Mueller's. Coming back to form. Both Lewandowski and Werner have a, like they score a goal every eighty minutes, which is pretty crazy. Lewandowski twenty one goals this season. This season Werner twenty. Like both of these players have been in form, which is insane. 
that's un that's unusual. But yeah, good on them. Good on them. You said that your player of the week was uh Hallen? Haaland, yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say my for me it's uh Josep Ilicic from uh, Atalanta. They played uh Torino last week. They smacked him seven zero, he had a hat trick. Seven <laughs> zero, can you imagine? Yeah, but I saw I was surprised about the results, so I checked the highlights and like Atalanta I mean, Atalanta is a great team. That's, there's a reason why they're up there on the table. Yeah. The style of play is... I, I don't know the coach name, but the style of play is... And in the Champions League. And the Champions League, yeah. They're, it's so attractive to see. And that when you play... And when it works well, it works very well. Uh, he had a hat-trick, and one of the goals was, like, I think from the halfway. He uh, he loved the uh, Sirigu. Yeah, he loves... I didn't see uh, any of the goals. From the from the half field? Yeah, about it was about half half field. I say, yeah. Isn't Sirigu supposed to be good? Wasn't he the PSG uh, goaltender? Yeah, but I mean, seven zero. What can you do? Like, you can only do so much. <laughs> if it was like a uh, hockey or something, like you gotta take the goalie out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not. I don't think it was. It was. I feel like it was mostly uh, the back four, the whole team. He just he just happened to be. I mean, yeah, you can you can only put so much on the goalie. Yeah, you can only put so much on the goalie. I heard speaking of goalie, I heard Kepa might be leaving Chelsea, and that's what I feel. Like. That's exactly what I said. Like you can only put so much on the goalie. They might be exaggerating on that. I hope it's just rumors. Who would they get? Exactly, that's the question. I don't know who they get. I was thinking Ariola from Madrid possibly, but I feel like it's you just paid eighty million for seventy five million for a keeper. You might as well. Give him, give him time. Yeah, there's no way they're, there's no way they're gonna sell him and make a profit this short. I thought he played his last game for Chelsea when he didn't respect Sari when uh, Sari wanted to sell him off uh, for the penalties. Thing was blown out of proportion, but that was a pretty, that was a pretty bad moment. I mean, come on, if a if a manager wants to sub you out and you and you refuse and it, it lasts like ten minutes, that's excessive. It was a pretty bad moment on him. Like. Whether like you you respect the decision or not, you have to respect the decision of the manager. Uh, so we can move on to the uh, matchups for this weekend. Yeah, I'm excited. We got some big ones. There's a couple of good ones. So we have, uh, Madrid, Atletico, Leicester, Chelsea, Manu, Wolverhampton, City, Spurs, and Leipzig, Mönchengladbach. I just want to say, like it's not on the list, but uh, Wednesday, Manu is playing uh, City. In the the second leg of this the FA Cup semifinal, oh, no, the FA Cup, sorry, the Carabao Cup, the League Cup, yeah. I forgot about that. True, enough. We're down three uh, one on aggregate, but uh, I, I expect City to batter us again. So we'll see how that goes. But I just wanted to throw it out there. No, for sure. I mean, I'm I'm also expecting a, a City beat down. I mean, yeah, like they want to they want to make a make an example, and uh, we're not in good form. So yeah. You wanna go through and see who wins, in your opinion? Uh yeah, I think I think uh, Madrid are gonna take it. Like they've been in good form actually. Like you can see how top of a manager Zidane is. To be honest, like no Ronaldo, no Hazard, and he's got them like top of the league. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like I know Barca had a had a decent point lead at some point, but uh, Madrid in in top of the race right now, and. Uh, like Zidane, like good on him. Like I'm impressed. Um, Leicester, Leicester, Chelsea. I think Leicester are gonna take it. I think uh, this is gonna be one of those games that Chelsea isn't really consistent. Um, and Leicester with Vardy, like they can they can get you. It won't be a beat down for sure. 
You think it's going to be convincing? Convincing? That's what I said. It's going to be interesting to say. I think uh, you want to write down uh, all the predictions and scores now, and then uh, we'll compare it next week, see how accurate we were. Okay. All right. Madrid Atletico. Give me your score. Mm, I don't Let's see. I think, like you said, uh, Zidane has been doing a great job with Madrid right so far. and uh, But also, Atletico hasn't been as, as good as people expected it to be. So I'm going to give the edge to... Uh, to uh, Madrid, uh, two two one. Okay, two one Madrid. Yeah. And I will put uh, two zero Madrid. Leicester Chelsea. Two zero. For Leicester. Yeah. I'm gonna put uh, two one, Leicester. Manu Wolves. Three one. Same. I hope I'm wrong. Like, I think Ole should be out. I think Glazers should be out most importantly, but I never want us to lose a game, you know. Um. Spurs City? Uh, 2-1 City. Mm, I'm going to put uh, 3-1 City. Leipzig Gladbach? This is going to be a high-scoring one. I feel like 3-2. Uh, that's what I said. That's what, is, what, is that what you said? Really? It is what I said, yes. Okay. Yeah, I have 3-2 there as well. Alright. We'll see how accurate we are next week. Um, Was there anything else we wanted to mention? Uh, I guess it's going to end up with just... Uh, hmm. I'm just gonna, I guess I'm just gonna end with the way I we started, just giving our condolences to the Bryant family as well as the Alto Belly family, who are having, who are going through rough times right now, and uh, yeah, just prayers for them. It's still unreal to me, man. It's already, it's been two days, but I feel like it'll take way more than that for people to. It's gonna take way more than that. Like he was, I think they're discussing like changing the NBA logo. To it being Kobe. Yeah, I saw a petition about which that. Which would be really cool. Like, uh, I think a lot of people are want that to happen. And I think that's something that's, really, like, realistic. I saw, like, a couple... Uh, I thought, uh, saw Mark Cuban from the Mavericks say that uh, he's, like, uh, I guess, quote-unquote, retiring number 24. So nobody on the Mavericks would uh, wear number 24 again, which I think is really cool. I mean, like, Kobe, like, he, he, he changed the game for so many people. He was like that figure that a lot of kids grew up like idolizing and mimicking their game around him you know yeah yeah like we said too like for more than just the basketball player the thing is also what happened what he did after his career i mean yeah he, he was a fa- he was a father he was a husband you know like yeah but uh, i think something that Stephen a smith said today or was it, i think it was today or yesterday just that, you know, the men, the Mamba mentality doesn't just affect or isn't just for basketball players. It's for everybody in every walk of life. It could be the it could be from the, the, the janitor to the teacher to the cook to the bus driver, you know. It doesn't just have to be in terms of sport. It could, it's a life thing. Yeah, exactly. It's You want to be the best you can be. And you, wanna put, you have to put in the work for it. Yeah, pursuit of excellence. I think that's one thing, too, like putting in work, uh, something like, that Stephen also said is that Kobe hated people who uh, were talking about being the greatest, but didn't have the work ethic to like prove it or to back it up. And so his constant, uh, relentless work ethic make them make made him the ultimate competitor, and that's what people will always remembering remembering him as, like the ultimate competitor. Man, like you know, like I, I saw this going around on the internet, like. When, when every time we throw something in the trash can, we yell, like, Kobe as we throw it. Like, it's going to be so different saying it right now. But I think, like... Yeah. 
I know. Like we should make an like we should make a conscious effort to like never let that change, you know? Like that should be I was talking to the yeah, I was talking about that with my classmates today. I was like, yo, I don't know if I can say it anymore. You you have to. You have to say it. No, they told me like they told me you have to say it and then you have to make the shot too. Obviously, you have to make the shot. Yeah, you have to make the shot because otherwise it's yeah, you got to you got to make it. But it's crazy. Like even as people that are like not basketball fans that know nothing about basketball, like you'll still see them do that and like just to see the effect that he had upon the whole world, like the whole world stood still yesterday when the news came out. Like I saw it when from TMZ first, so obviously I that's not really a reputable source. Um, I thought, what are the odds this is fake? And then you know other news outlets kind of start adding on to it, and man, it's just a roller coaster of emotion from there. Yeah, I'm really curious to see because uh, the 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 they were playing the Lakers are playing the Clippers tomorrow. They yeah they postponed the game. Yeah, they postponed it. Uh, we've seen so many we've seen so many tributes late uh, in the last few days. Like I, we saw um, obviously D Wade. Uh, the NBA made a statement. Uh, I think the NFL, because the game, that happened during the Pro Bowl, right? If I remember. Um, or right before it. Yeah, something like that. So, obviously, the people, the Pro Bowl had a state. I mean, a, NBA, like, the NBA players that were forced to play the games yesterday when kind of everybody kind of wanted them to cancel the games or whatnot, like, you can see how emotional they were. Like, imagine having to play through that. Like, the NBA should have... I know it's hard to reschedule a bunch of games, but... I don't know, you have to try to accommodate at some point, like, people were breaking down on on the court, and rightfully so, like, this is something that, like, shakes the basketball world, especially, Um, and so many of those players that are in the league now, like, were players that grew up wanting to play basketball because of Kobe, you know, like, idealizing Kobe, Kobe. Yeah. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah, Doc Rivers was crying, was sad to see, Greg Popovich as well, um, yeah, man, I'm curious to see what LeBron will say because I feel like he'll have it'll have the biggest impact on him because he's one of the last people who spoke with him. So, man, if you if you want to see a bunch of like stupid people, go look at the comment section in LeBron's most recent post. What happened? Like you'll just people were being ridiculous, saying like horrible things to LeBron for I have no idea why. It's just. People are not smart, and honestly, it's it's sad. Like, uh, I don't, at this at this point, I feel like it's not even worth giving them the attention that they want to have. No, obviously not. But like, a, the attention seeking is trash. But like to that extent, I feel like it's just being disgusting at that point. But yeah, I'll have a look at that. Hopefully, LeBron pulls through. Um, but he's a strong mentality man. He'll he'll pull through. Like this isn't gonna phase him at all. I mean, it'll phase him, like, it phased everybody else, but, man, this is even more reason to just tell your loved ones you love them, and appreciate every moment, like, you never know, you never know. Yeah, man, yeah, you... tomorrow is not promised. Nope. Uh, I don't know about you, but I feel like this is a great way to, this is the, not the greatest, but just the way of ending it, you know. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to end it on a downer, um... Hopefully this was a good episode. I know the vibe was a little different in this one, but uh, next week, promise we'll bring the hype. Um, follow us on all our social medias um, to keep up to date with what's happening with the podcast. Um, anything you want to say? Kobe. Kobe.
<laughs> we can't let the tradition end. We can't. All right. Have a good night, guys. Have a good day. Whenever you're listening to this, have a good night for us. Um, we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.